Fannings. Fannings. B&R announcement with us. Losing cards. Let's talk about the bannings. Yeah. So we have three standard bannings. Um, we, we have alluded to them all during this compa- podcast, but not explicitly talked about what we think some of the impacts might be. So Smuggler's Copter, Reflector Mage, and Emrakul, the promised end, has met her end as promised. How dare you? I know. You That was mine. I... I sent that to you, and then you took it on our podcast? Yes, well, I want people to think I'm clever. No, you're revolting. <laughs> Ether revolting. Oh! You made it too... You ruined it. Mine was fine, and then you ruined it, and you also stole my pun. I am, uh, I'm, I'm upset with you right now. All right, so back to the bannings, which you may or may not also be upset with. ban you from this podcast. <laughs> ban you from making puns. So Emrakul was a good ban. Yeah, I, I think it was. I, I think the choice was to ban Emrakul or to ban um, Etherworks Marvel. I think I think there's a small, like you would have had to test this. But if you really wanted to try to keep all the decks in like intact, I think you might have been able to get away with banning Woodweaver's Puzzlemont, which sounds super weird, but... <laughs> Puzzle Knot is each Puzzle Knot you hit is a Marvel activation. When you whiff on Marvel and you hit a Puzzle Knot, that's not a whiff. That's just a try again next turn. Um, So I think Puzzle Knot is what allows the deck some of its exclusivity. Um, Not exclusively. Like the deck is still, I think, probably too powerful without Puzzle Knot because then you have um, Servant of the the Conduit conduit. and you have Glassblower's Puzzle Knot still. Yeah. um, Which they could just run instead of um, Woodweaver's Puzzle Knot. So I, I, I think they probably made the right call. Um, I think there is an argument to be made for banning Marvel over Emrakul, but... I mean, because I thought Emrakul was okay in Green Black Delirium. Like, it was it was very intimidating. I think what made it really frustrating was Ishkana because, like, that was how they stalled to get to Emrakul. But right. it was, you know, it was a reasonable amount of time before their Emrakul came down that it felt like it was a beatable card and... You know, if they were too far behind, even if they got their Emrakul, sometimes they still just died the next turn. So I think that we have to keep in mind... So it's been a while since we've seen Black Green Delirium, but it was not... They cast that really quickly. They could go turn 5 Ishkana into turn 6 Emrakul. More often, I think it casts it on turn 7 or 8, but that's still a very fast Emrakul. I think the cost reduction on that card was very, very powerful. And the the deck also allows them to cheat on mana with Traverse the Ulvenwalds, where they get to... Cheat on mana and then also always have Emrakul. It's tricky because what you mentioned is really true about Ishkana setting up Emrakul. So if they wanted to ban Marvel, I think they'd have to ban Ishkana. But then that, if they, if they don't want to ban Emrakul, because then that opens up Delirian to dying before they can cast Emrakul. But you don't want to ban, I, I think Ishkana is actually like a, I don't know, I think it's like a fun card to play uh, and it, I think that would kind of feel bad to do. And I think yeah. that, like, there's no there's no telling that, like, in another set, Emrakul won't just be a problem again. Like, Emrakul fundamentally it's is just, just too so, strong. Yeah. She's just too good, too too pushed of a card. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think that what we saw is, and I've mentioned this on the podcast before, is the big four of the format, Copter, Gideon, Ishkana, Emrakul. And I think they kind of go in pairs. And we saw two of the four get banned. I think Ishkana without Emrakul is fine. Totally yeah, fine. I agree. I don't 
I don't know about Gideon. What do you think about Gideon? Well, so I, I have just one more comment on Ishkana because yeah. I have to I have to share with our listeners my shining moment. Um, when I was playing against a green black delirium deck at GP Denver and um I was about to lose to an Ishkana activation. Little did they know, I had... Summary dismissal? Summary dismissal. Bam! Boom! So they go to kill me, and I go, summary dismissal. Legit. <laughs> the next turn I died. Oh, that that's disappointing. <laughs> I know, but they were so shocked, the look on their face that I used it to stop an Ishkana activation. Always the best. It's worth yeah, it. It's pretty good. Yeah. So what do you think of Gideon? So I, you know, I think Gideon's really, really good. Gideon has always been good since he's come out. He's pretty much constantly seen play in standard in one deck or another. I don't think he's broken. Um, he's not Emrakul broken, but he's he's very powerful. He is. I I know. But I, I mean, so I think it'll be interesting to she, see what shells pop up because, you know, one of the things that um, Wizards said when they did these bannings is they want to control the power of Blue-White Flash. And with Blue-White Flash losing both Copter and Reflector Mage, I think it takes a pretty big hit. So I don't know if it's saved by having, you know, Gideon and I Edison. And- I don't care about... I, so, okay, I don't care as much about... Um, my argument about Gideon is not about Blue-White Flash. It's about Gideon. Because if Blue White Flash dies, fine, it dies, and that, you know that's too bad. But I think that like Green White tokens can just pop back. Like Green with Copter gone, Copter was the most effective way to pressure Gideon. Which means that now what you've done is you've banned one of the pieces and you've made the other piece even stronger. Is now that Gideon doesn't have to worry about helicopters smashing into him. Um, I mean, I remember the days of turn three Nissa, make a plant, block, turn four Gideon, make a Nissa, make a plant, and make a knight. And then just start swinging every turn with an indestructible 5-5 that you couldn't kill. Because we don't have any good answers in standard. Um, and really Stasis all we have... And now we have, we have that three mana... No, Thopter Arrest doesn't oh, hit Planeswalker. So all we have still is Stasis Snare. Yeah. Um, and if you want a sorcery speed, you could run like Imprisoned in the Moon if you're in blue. Yeah, shoot. Or you can Deadlock Counter Trap it, it or every deadlock turn. Trap. Yeah, I, I think it's like... I just... I, I wish... Know, they didn't reprint... All they had to do... They didn't have to ban copter, just print paving needle. No, what what about um just the hero's downfall? Hero's downfall works too. You get to kill Gideon, yeah. kill copter, whatever. Just... I like hero's downfall. Yeah, that was a great card. Um, yeah, I I wish that they'd be more willing. Or you know, if they had printed graveyard hate, we probably wouldn't have an Emrakul ban. Um, I think they could have banned. Uh, I think it's still a problem with Etherworks Marvel. No, so they could have banned Marvel. Oh, oh, sure. Because sure, then sure. it's not a problem in. Oh, Delirium. if they had printed Graveyard Hate. If yeah. they print Graveyard Hate, where it's still in the same boat, but they just ban Marvel. Sure. Then. Yeah, and then and then you know we're fine. Right, because then you have an answer. And yeah. then there's Reflector Mage. Yeah. Well, so I I think this is an interesting way to target Blue White Flash. Um, I had a friend saying today maybe replace the Reflector Mages with Thalias, and especially given the um the combo that we were talking well. about yeah but especially giving the combo thalia yeah, might be a good well. a good main board card um fairgrounds warden is a nice little bit of removal attached to a body but um yeah I, i'm not really sure where blue white flash goes from here i like what do you what do you think about 
What do you think about the Reflector Mage ban? Not where the blue white flash deck goes. I know. You know, I I feel okay about it. I, I it's just, a it's kind of a weird it ma- ban. Think it, does it matter? I think it does. I think I mean I think of blue white flash as a tempo deck, and that was an important tempo. Which hurts flash more, Copter or Reflector Mage? Because I think it's Copter. I think Copter hits hits Flash much harder than Reflector Mage does. I think that some lists have been cutting Reflector Mage already for Thalia, um, and I think that I, I think that a Reflector Mage ban six months ago or a year ago would have been much more appropriate than a Reflector Mage, Mage ban now. I don't act, I don't quite understand why they're doing it. They said in the banning announcement they wanted to hit Blue White Flash, right? I think you can hit Blue White Flash with Copter. I think that hits them. And then I think if you really want to hit them by hitting a card that no other deck plays, other decks play Reflector Mage. They're not, there's not a ton. Panharmonicon plays Reflector Mage. And I'm sure that more casual players at FNM will play Reflector Mage. It's an uncommon, it's high value, it's great. Uh, I think you ban Spellcaller. You can ban Spellcaller, no other deck plays Spellcaller. Oh, but Spellcaller, I mean, I don't know. I know that Spellcaller or has... just ban Gideon. <sighs> okay, but, okay couple things about those spell queller is i know it's always been in blue white flash and you almost never side it out but it is like so deal withable if that makes sense like pretty much every single burn spell kills it and then you just get your spell back so it's just like a little bit of a delay what burn spells kill it uh fiery temper no one runs fiery temper yeah, the, the vehicles and the aggro, black-red aggro, and the zombies when that was around. Yeah, zombies isn't around. The, I mean, the, like, the top dogs right now, like, vehicles, I, does vehicles run fiery? I think some of them run fiery temper. Yeah. But, like, unlicensed disintegration is their bigger spell, and that hits it. But the the what happens when you hit spell queller, spell queller? That's pretty rough. Yeah. I just, like, real see that's, yeah, it's not going to happen most of the time. But I think that, like, if you're looking to hit blue-white flash only... I'm not sure why you're targeting Reflector Mage because I don't think that Reflector Mage hurts the deck very much. I think it's easily that slot is easily replaced, um, and I, I don't know. I don't. I don't really get it. I don't know why they're banning Reflector Mage and why they're doing it now. Um, I've heard a couple arguments of maybe it was too good in the Sahili combo deck, hmm. um, and there is kind of a preemptive thing uh, to prevent that deck from being too too good. Um, I don't know. Maybe I don't know. I I like. I think it's fine. You know, the only other deck it sees play in is Panharmonicon, right? It's yeah. really good in Panharmonicon. It is horrendous to play against. If they have a Panharmonicon out and it's like double reflector and then displacer, reflect two more of your things, you have a, a... Yeah, but the cost that you're paying to do that, like you're doing nothing on your turn four to do that. And then like you're far, you're already behind and you're just hoping that a, like two triggers off a reflection mage will be able to recover. You. Sure. And honestly... A lot of the time, that deck is going to play Reflector Mage on three because on five, it needs to cast a Cloud Blazer instead. Right, in order um, to survive. Yeah, sure. and like in the late game, yes, blinking it with Displacer is good. Um, good is understatement. It's very, it's very good. It's pretty, good with it's pretty much unbeatable. It's uh, it's the most frustrating thing to play just against. Just kill Displacer. It's not unbeatable. You just killed the, Displacer's a 3 3 know, that can't but, protect itself. Well, you know, at that point of the game, you might have run out of cards to kill Displacer. What else have you been killing? The Panarmonicon deck runs no threats. I know. Aside from Drowner of Hope. <laughs> Displacer is like the only card Thought you have not. to kill. Thought Knot's big. It runs one Thought Knot. Oh, really? Yes. Huh. It always feels like more. It feels like they always have it. One. Well, that's because they draw their whole deck until <laughs> they find it. 
Um, so I guess I'm just saying that like I agree with the Emmercool ban. I think that was necessary. The Copter ban I think is aggressive. I think that like they're really trying to push standard to a certain spot. Yeah. And the Reflector Mage ban to me just is kind of confusing. I don't care that much. One like it just seems like a kind of a random creature to ban. Like let's ban this. Two, three that's been on the decline for like a year now after company rotated it, it's fallen out of fate. Like, I don't know, it's like a weird card to ban out of a deck that they're trying to like hurt but not knock out. And like, I think that this does that. Like, Reflector Mage hurts Flash but doesn't destroy it. But yeah, I think but Copter did Flash that already. And Copter, you're like destroying the early curve. Yeah, but I think you can fix it. Just run like Trophy Mage into that three mana artifact thing now and then you splash red for Sahili and like I think the deck can adapt. You can even go back to um the blue white spirits version of the deck as well. Ugh, I hate that version. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I just you know, I hate playing like um what's it called? The the blue one flash rattle chains. Mm. It's just so small. I know so I I actually play spirits in modern. Um and I, and I love it in Modern, and 2-1 creatures are great in Modern and totally fine, and all the spirits pump each other. But in Flying. Standard, they're, like, yeah. pathetic. I've never liked uh, the Blue-White Spirits deck very much. It, no. it usually felt like it was an annoyance to play against that didn't it was usually like not win. not that great. It wasn't that yeah. good. It, um, it just, Blue-White Flash was just Because if it ever fell better. behind, it just lost. It right. could never catch up, yeah. ever. No. Um, um, so the... I did want to go back to Copter briefly because I know I was so excited when we looked at the spoiler um, Aethersphere Harvester. This was the three-cost artifact vehicle, um, which is a 3-5 flying um, crew one. Uh, when it enters, you get two energy. You can pay one and give it lifelink. And I thought this was such a great answer to Copter. So like, it was Push. That's a great answer to everything. But I thought this... No, Fatal Push is a great answer to Copter. That's true. You get to answer it if you're on the draw... You can answer it on your turn too, and like you already could with mm. grass, but now you could go like Thraben Inspector and, and leave up. Leave up fatal I don't know. Push. Like Fatal Push is such a good answer because it's not just a Copter answer; it's an answer to a whole bunch of stuff. So I think it's interesting that they're banning Copter despite building safety valves into yeah. either Bolt. Right. Well, that's what I was like. I was so excited because I I think. So Copter does see play in every deck. You're like, okay, I'm going to build a deck. What do I need for Copter? Okay, now what colors do I want to play? What yeah. what deck do I want to play? But but it's, I mean, and it can be so frustrating when you can't find an answer for it, but I, I do feel like they are printing more answers in this set. So I, I didn't feel like it was unbeatable, but I, I'm curious to see if more innovation does come out of these bands. Like, you know, maybe people are pushed to look at, at cards that they wouldn't have because they just seemed not efficient enough in the, you know, Yeah, Marvel I mean, I think Planeswalkers, standard. like we said, Planeswalkers get a lot better. That yeah. includes Gideon. Mm -hmm. I don't think Gideon getting better is a good thing. I think other Planeswalkers getting better is probably a good thing. It's nice. Like, people enjoy playing with Planeswalkers. Gideon's a creature. Like, <laughs> honestly, he's a creature. He's an indestructible creature that never dies. Um, I think that the Copter ban in particular is kind of a testament to, like, Standard must have been doing terribly. Like, we knew that uh, numbers were plummeting for FNM attendance, but... For them to, I feel like these are really aggressive bands, and it feels like, yes, we know we built safety valves into either Revolt for Copter, but uh, we want to take pretty dramatic action in order to make sure that this standard format is better than the last one. Uh, you look so sad right now. I am sad. I, so, you know, 
I enjoyed the last standard format, mostly because I found Blue-White Flash, which of course was an excellent deck, and it's the first deck that I did really well 50% with. 50% or better matchup in every matchup, yes. except for aggro, which is 49, is so what Sam's probably. Treated. What helped me do so well with yeah, it. Yeah, I'd say. But, you know, I, like I made my first GP day two and I top aided PPTQs and I just, I have a fond place in my heart for it. But you have to recognize the form of the metagame as a whole went from Flash Delirium to I know, it was just Marvel the... Flash yeah. uh, and Vehicles. No, and it, was, it was not a healthy metagame. I know. I, I think it was not healthy because. We had a lot of deck diversity, but we didn't have archetype diversity. We had mm. aggro. So originally we had Flash and Delirium. And that was basically it. If you were playing right, another you had deck, to play you were one probably doing two. it wrong. And then when they uh, when we figured out Marvel, right. um, then it became Flash, Marvel, and aggro decks. And that was it. Right. There's, there's, so with the death of Delirium died mid-range. <laughs> there was no mid-range decks anymore. So I, I I think that there it'd be nice to have more of a diversity to have some. Looks like I would love combo more mid range decks. I think mid range yeah, games you, are so cool. If you bring more mid range decks back, you're gonna get more control decks because control decks prey on the mid range decks. Yeah. So and maybe we can run a Johnny if we get a good green white mid range deck. Well, I think a Johnny slots into this theoretical green white tokens build that we've talked With about. Gideon, I don't know why we're calling it, like it might be a tokens, but green white planeswalkers, yeah. right? Green white is good be, stuff. Yeah, kind of like the last formats deck which really revolved around gideon yeah <laughs> um, as in in missa as planeswalkers so. yeah gideon yeah so it'll be really interesting to see how this format evolves um pre-releases are coming up this weekend so so we'll... sign up at your local game store now there you go wizards should pay you why should they pay you you get to play with their cool fun cards that they built for us oh pay you for pubbing oh for pubbing their, their events events yeah i'm stoked man you don't want to show up to your local game store excited to play with all new cars and then have them be sold out uh, so also, i'm just saying take our word for it renegade map is really good in uh pre-releases in limited get your renegade maps um make sure you run them they're they're really good which one's renegade maps? it's the one mana sack it get a basic land put in your hand oh yeah yeah, yeah. And then let's also touch briefly on the modern bannings, uh, which I think are important to acknowledge as well, uh, because they are going to have an impact on modern. Um, Git probe, taxing probe, getting banned. I I like this banning. Um, I think that Phyrexian mana is kind of a broken mechanic that they shouldn't have made, um, and Cataxian probe is one of the more individually broken cards among the broken mechanics of Phyrexian mana because for pretty much no cost it can trip so it doesn't cost a card it is free to cast it doesn't cost a mana it costs you two life which you usually don't care about so for basically free it gives you complete information about your opponent's hand and tells you hey i'm safe to go all in on my death shadow or on my ink moth nexus or whatever so uh i think that you know it fuels become immense while doing that um it I, I'm Death fine. Shadow, you might even like losing the two life. Oh, totally. You would, you're you very happy about that in Death Shadow. So I'm really happy about the banning of Git Probe because it kind of just, it just hurts a little bit these kind of very linear aggro decks. So I'm, I'm happy to see Gitaxian Probe banned. Yeah. But it won't kill them, right? No, of course not. Um, Death Shadow will take a hit. Um, in fact, will take less of a hit. Uh, but, you know, there are things. Storm will... Uh, 
you know, there's this joke that wizards hate Storm because they keep banning stuff from Storm, and Storm is already dead, and now they're banning Gitaxian Probe, which, yeah, Storm is, they're in trouble. <laughs> um, and then the, the other banning was Golgari Grave, Grave Troll. So Golgari Grave Troll is back on the ban list. It was unbanned, and then it got banned again when they printed Cathartic Reunion and Prize Amalgam. This is, to me, a ban that says we want to slow the dredge deck down and hurt it a little bit, but we don't want to kill it. If they banned Cathartic Reunion, or they uh, banned, really, if they banned Prized Amalgam, banning Prized Amalgam would kill dredge. Uh, it would go back to being a tier 3 or 7 or whatever it was deck. Um, banning Grave Troll means that the Grave Troll slots can get replaced by Stinkweed Imp, and the Stinkweed Imp slots get replaced by Golgari Thug. So instead of Dredge 6 and Dredge 5, they have Dredge 5 and Dredge 4, which is still fine, but it's not as kind of busted as Grave Troll. And they don't have the late game plan of, let me just hard cast my Grave Troll if you're still alive, and now it's an 8-8. Uh, so the I like that banning as well. And I think what this is going to do to Modern... And what I hope this will do to modern, because this is in um, at the same time in conjunction with the uh, printing of Fatal Push, is I think it will slow the format down just a little bit, and that's what I'm I'm really happy to see that. I think that I don't enjoy a format where you're just not really interacting with your opponent and just going back and forth and trying to kill each other really fast by turn three or four. Um, I I think that it's nice that you're going to see these cards banned. Maybe you'll see more of an uptick of uh, mid-range decks like Jund or Obzon or even Sultai and Esper with Fatal Push. Uh, so, um, and, you know, Tron might make a kind of a, a little bit of a comeback to prey on those decks, and then maybe Burn becomes the top-tier uh, aggro deck. So I think that these bannings for Modern were, were pretty healthy, uh, and I'm they were very reasonable. Um, no super surprises there. So, yeah, happy with the Modern bannings. Sounds good to me. All right, well... Uh, until Amonkhet, uh, hopefully we won't have to come back with any more talk about bannings. Any or no standard bannings anyway. Standard bannings, yeah. Hopefully, hopefully. I'm Ryan. I'm Katie. Goodbye, cards that were in standard. <laughs>